Hey guys and welcome to today's episode of Give It The Beans. Now at the time of recording um, it's still six days till the gyms open in Scotland however by the time this goes live um, they will be open so if you are in Scotland um, I hope you have been enjoying yourself the past sort of three or four days um, I hope that you have been giving it the beans on everything you've been doing uh, if you're in England um, you know that'll be a couple of weeks now you guys have been open um, and I'm sure that you're taking advantage of it um, but yeah, it's just, it's been a real, you know, there's been a real shift, as I said before, in sort of momentum. Um, everyone's just getting excited. You know, we had uh, the first bodybuilding shows of the season kick off this past weekend. Um, two bros sort of did two shows back to back. And um, j- just watching the competitors, obviously I had an athlete, Liam, doing it. Um, it's so inspiring um, from a coaching perspective. I always feel like it's so much more rewarding than competing yourself, just helping someone else do it. Um and you know when things don't go their way, you know you t- kind of feel kind of gutted for them um, that you couldn't perhaps help them achieve the, the result that they wanted. Uh, but you know I always just say that you you learn from each time you compete, um, uh, and each time that you do, if it doesn't go your way, you just come back that little bit smarter, that little bit stronger. Um, and sometimes you don't necessarily need to learn anything apart from you just got to grow. You know, like I think that what we're seeing, what we saw from that first um, Tubro show is that it's an incredibly high standard across the board, I think that the two most competitive classes that I saw in the male categories would be the sort of light heavies um, in bodybuilding and sort of open class bodybuilding and then men's physique. Um, you know, the men's physique guys in tubos, they're just so, they're so thick um, and and just really on the money. I think that, I was saying this to, to Ali um, the other day that, you know, when you, when you perhaps see a, a client do like a, a different federation, you know, like maybe a PCA, a UKUP, or or something like that. It's it's not that you know every competitor isn't necessarily on the money. You know, there's some competitors that show up and you're like, right, cool. That you know, we, we definitely beat them. We definitely beat them. And I think what you saw with those two classes I just mentioned, uh, two rows of the weekend, was this that everybody who showed up was fucking good. You know, really good. Uh, I can't speak too much for the women's divisions. I, I didn't. Re- I honestly, hand on heart, didn't see much of it. Um, but uh, I think that the classic physique category, um, which I do, you know, it was a bit, it was a bit sort of a let down to, to see there wasn't many too many competitors in it. But I honestly feel it's just because it was the first show of the season, um, and obviously some gyms have been closed, and some people really rely on them, and maybe perhaps haven't been able to get access to them this whole time. Uh, so I think that it's, um, yeah, I think that they'll get busier as time goes on. But certainly, if you're competing in sort of men's physique or um, the sort of light heavies, you know, it's it'll be tough in two bros, but hey, that doesn't mean not to do it. Certainly, fucking go go all in. Um, but anyway, um, on to the, the sort of topic of today's podcast. And I think it's one that's been maybe long overdue. Um, there's an article on the website about Yohumbine HCL itself. Um, I have just written one on Vasoburn. Uh, the two link quite well. And the one on Vasoburn, I'll go here live. Vasoburn gets such a bad rep. Um, I think it, the reason it gets a bad rep is mostly from people that don't understand it, um, but also don't like using it. So because they don't like using it, um, they just you know regard it as useless, load of shite, this, that, and the next thing. Um, so the whole idea behind this podcast is just to, to shed a little bit of light behind the science behind Yohanbine HCL, how it helps fat loss, but also um, how Vasoburn can maybe help, um, I'm not going to say spot reduce, some certain sites, but it does help uh, mobilize body fat in sort of stubborn areas and help tighten up loose skin. So if you've listened to the Clem Buterol episode, this will actually be quite similar um, or quite familiar terminology. Um, and as I said before, in regards to physiology, I'm going to try and grossly 
um, you know, simplify it as much as I can um, so that you don't get confused. Um, so if you're someone out there that's well, you know, well inept in physiology and science, uh, I do apologize so far, but no doubt you'll be able to, to keep along. So <clears throat> you unbind itself, okay, like you know, what does it do? Um, it has a direct impact on our nervous system. Um, specifically the part of your nervous system that kind of gets you ready for kind of fight or flight. You know, if you're unsure what that means, you're thinking about the moments where your heart's racing, your blood's pumping, you know, you, you, you feel ready to go. Um, in, you know, in that state, for this sort of stress response, shall we call it, um, you know, there's high levels of, of hormones floating around the, the blood. Um, and one of those is called adrenaline. And adrenaline itself is, is sort of the hormone that, that keeps you, that gets you sort of wired. Um, but adrenaline itself, um, it actually can bind to two different receptors in, in fat cells. Now we have what's called the beta receptor and then the alpha receptor. Now you're probably thinking, whoa, that's too, you know, that's too, too, too sciencey. Well, why don't we just say we've got beta receptor, we've got the good guy, and then the alpha receptor, we've got the bad guy. So keep that in mind. So here's a scenario. Adrenaline can bind to both of these sites. Now, when adrenaline binds to this good guy, shall we say, um, it initiates lipolysis, and, and in layman's terms, it initiates fat burning. Um, however, when it binds to the alpha receptor, uh, no fat burning occurs. Um, and, and kind of ultimately, we want to try and get as, as much fat burning as as possible. So, you know, we could, we could in theory look at this alpha receptor, you know, as the bad guy or, or the enemy of the enemy um, in this instance. But here's a great thing about your humbine as well. What, what I should note is that that sort of stress response is, it's not it's not as much as you're gonna see from likes of clenbuterol, right? Um, those are two supplements often run together, and I'll get into that later. Um, but you will still get a, a little bit of an ele elevation of adrenaline. But the great thing about your humbine as well is that uh, it actually has a, a kind of an affinity for, like to bind to this bad guy receptor um, and then allow adrenaline to sort of bind to this what we call good guy um, known as the beta uh, and then allow that sort of fat, fat burn to occur. So we've got a scenario by which, okay, we've got a compound that that's, that, stop, that effectively blocks adrenaline binding to something that means no fat burn occurs and it then it stimulates adrenaline, more adrenaline production and then that is able to bind to a receptor that uh, can, can mobilize fat or you know burn fat. Uh, fuck, we would, we would be a, we would uh, be smart to take advantage of that, wouldn't we? Um, and quite interestingly, we have more of these quote unquote bad guy receptors in our stubborn fat sites, meaning that your humbine can help sort of bring in those areas you, you struggle to get lean, especially towards the end of the dieting phase. You know, an example of that could be, um, you know, for a lot of bikini girls, it might be the glutes and hamstrings that, that come in last. Uh, for a lot of guys, it might be the lower back. Um, very, very common areas that that people sort of, it's it's the last bit of fat to come off. Um, and that is, that is your humbine um, in a nutshell. Um, how much of it should you take? You know, it's completely person dependent. But rough dosages um, is often about, 0.2 milligrams uh, per kilo of, of body weight. And, and what I'd often do is maybe start a little bit below this, see what your tolerance is, 
um, and then build up because you might be someone you know I have have one client who who can't have it at all because when she has anything like that even caffeine um, it makes her feel incredibly anxious um, and I guess this is something to note is that if you do have um, you know anxiety I wouldn't wouldn't really um, suggest using a supplement like this I mean anything that I put across in a podcast it shouldn't be deemed as sort of you know medical advice or or anything like that it's simply sort of free information out there um, based on the the work I've done on myself uh, my sort of experiences on, on using things with, or you know using different training methods or whatever it is but also using them with clients and then just knowing the success and then just passing that information out freely why do I do that because I, I wish someone did that at the start of my journey it would have made things a would make things a, a lot easier um and, and what I would add is right you don't need your humbine to lose those stubborn areas right you you could just diet for longer and, and you guess you must I must add in here as well that you you must be in a caloric deficit right I guess I just assumed that you guys know that um, you must be in a caloric deficit to to to, to mobilize body fat uh, however there is sort of one there's one drawback uh, to to humbine itself um, and that is just that um, insulin will kind of kill its effects now what's insulin you, you might ask is something that is released in response to consumption of food particularly you know carbohydrates uh, however is it is released in response to um, protein intake and fat intake as well so it has to be taken far away from food um, so personally what I suggest is if you're dieting and you often maybe let's say for example you wake up at 6am you're not really hungry till about 8 or half 8 or 9 uh, I would take your humbine as soon as you get up um, in a fasted state um, and then I, I wouldn't eat until until that sort of two or three hour window um, and then in, in that time period um, that's where you could do some sort of activity um, you know output cardio etc um, because what, what what do you do when you are exercising well you increase adrenaline production so increase adrenaline production from the humbine but also from exercise you've got more adrenaline pumping around the system to then bind to the good guy receptor shall we call it um, so I guess that is as I said your humbine in a nutshell the, the next thing for us to look at would be vasoburn and I think that um, if you don't know already um, vasoburn contains your humbine HCL it also contains a few other things um, but I, I thought tell you tell you describe that part first because then you'll more than likely maybe perhaps listen to the rest of it um, often, as I said, often people, you know, guys or girls will totally diss it, um, mostly from a lack of understanding. So vasoburn, what is vasoburn? Um, but you know, by now you've maybe perhaps seen some athletes posting, you know, on their Instagram story, um, where they've got like big red patches on their physique, you know, similar to sunburn, um, and you're probably thinking like, how the fuck does this help fat loss? Um, and you know, you wouldn't be alone in thinking that. So those red patches come from using uh, the topical um, skin gel known as Vasoburn. It's actually called top, topical cap, capsis, capsicin skin gel. Um, funny, funny story, capsicin is uh, the active ingredient um, in chili pepper um, and is a chemical irritant to the skin. Um, so why you 
you know, what causes the burning sensation um, and these sort of red, red patches. Um, you know, the gel itself is commonly used in dieting phases um, to help reduce fat in stubborn areas across the body. Um, it can also be used to tighten up loose skin, you know, so if mums, uh, you maybe feel like, or you've got a little bit of loose skin from, from giving birth uh, in the past, or if, you've, if you're an individual who's perhaps been um, very large in the past and you've, you've got quite loose skin, uh, this can really, really help just tighten things up. Um, so, where do we start with it? It, it, Vasoburn itself is usually applied um, sort of prior to cardio or training. Um, it doesn't necessarily need to be in a fasted state, but because we know your hunger works well, um, I would often say if you if you are doing sort of fasted cardio in the morning, which you don't necessarily need to do, um, but if you're going to be doing that, then that's probably the best time you would use your your vasoburn. And <clears throat> you know, usually people will um, squeeze out typically like a let's maybe say a ten pence coin size portion um, and apply it to the area that they're they're looking to form, f form up and as I said before you know you maybe on in Instagram you've seen like maybe a female turn to the rear and they're doing like a lat spread um, or just a rear bikini shot and they just got massive sort of red patches on the glutes and hamstrings because that's where you have applied you know they're applying this because it's, it's going to help that area become tighter um, firmer and kind of give the the skin an overall sort of thinner appearance shall we say Alongside um, that, those sort of red patches, you'll notice quite a lot of heat coming from the area, um, as well as sort of increased blood flow, sweating. Um, why is that a good thing, you maybe ask? Well, those stubborn fat sites, which you already know contain a high level of those sort of bad guys, shall we call it, those alpha receptors, um, they actually have poor blood flow. So we increase the blood flow to the area, we know that your humbine itself increasing the adrenaline, we're exercising, increasing adrenaline, you can start to put the sort of two, two together. So the first ingredient that's in Vasoburn would be the Yohumbine HCL that we have already talked about. However, it does include other ingredients and rather than go through them individually, I feel that would be you know, a bit of shit to do because they they have like quite long names and are even confusing for me until I you know I put them into Google. Um, the other ingredients in your humbine, what do they do as an average? Number one, they're going to enhance uh, the sort of you know skin penetration and absorption. They're going to be able to sort of change what's going on genetically within the skin. You could say rearrange what's going on. Um, they also will increase intramuscular levels of carnosine. Effectively, just think of that as, okay, we get reduced fatigue in that area. So sometimes people will apply this, I mean, perhaps females apply this before like a, a lower body day, like glutes, uh, like a glutes and, uh, you know, glutes focused lower body day, and um, it'll reduce fatigue there. We see an increase in thermogenesis, you know, the thermic effect of food. You maybe have heard that, so the heat production given off um, when we're sort of digesting food, coming from an increased... Um, sort of metabolic rate and on on, on top of that you have you do it will increase metabolism it's going to help vasodilate blood vessels um, why is that a good thing increase blood flow to the area more sort of your humbang get into that area and um, you might be using uh, the topical cream or the gel sorry alongside the oral 
the oral sort of young bind, um, and kind of hitting it from both angles. Um, and at the same time, it may maybe is also going to help suppress appetite. So when you combine all those side effects together, we really do have a recipe for increasing lipolysis or fat burning in those stubborn areas. As I said, you know, we can't necessarily spot body fat reduction and say, right, I want to lose fat from that area. However, we can we can use these sort of aids, shall we call it, um, and, and try and promote more fat burning from, the, from that area. Um, as I said before, however, uh, if you're unaware, you have to be in a calorie deficit. So if you're in a gaining phase, and you're using this, um, you know, this gel would probably be a waste of your money. Um, if if you maybe still had loose skin and you wanted to, to try firming it up, uh, personally, I've never had a client with that scenario. Um, I've always just, you, you know, implemented it in a, in a dieting phase. But, you know, you can, you can try it out and see if it works. But if you're in a gaining phase and you're just trying to get big, don't uh, don't waste your money on this one. Now, you know, I guess if we were to look at the overall research um, on something like the the topical caps cap caps, oh, I can't even say this word today. Um, capsaicin. There we go. Topical capsaicin skin gel. Um, it's actually limited to animal studies. Um, I would maybe say this maybe probably due to, to ethics. You know, the one study I looked at was you know overfeeding mice to get them obese um, which is not something you'd want to probably do in humans or not you know people aren't going to sign up to an experiment that's going to say right I'm going to get you fat or they're not going to sign up to an experiment like right the criteria is you must be obese um, yeah I just don't see that that happening uh, but the, ones, the one I was looking at is um, is on mice and you may be thinking well Vaughn I'm not a mice I'm not a mouse um, it's uh, how is this applicable to me? And I think that if you can, you know, if you consider that sort of mice and humans, um, sort of protein coding regions are almost eighty-five percent identical, then I feel it's applicable. You know, we can see that some regions are ninety-nine percent identical, whilst others are maybe only sixty. So you know, bang on the average, eighty to eighty-five um, percent. It's, it's sort of the best we can kind of go with, um, and that's what we will do. Um, the study that I talked about, you'll get the reference from this in the article that comes up um, in the next couple of weeks. It looked at the application of, they said, 0.075% um, of the gel. Uh, they applied that to obese male mice um, and found that it significantly reduced weight gain um, and visceral fat, which is you know fat stored in the abdominal cavity. Um, also showed that the, the fat cells that they had were markedly smaller um, and showed other benefits of lowered cholesterol, um, decreased fasting, fasting glucose blood levels, um, decreased triglyceride levels and reduced inflammatory markers. All, all very good um, and I think that from that study you can kind of take away that it's not conclusive, not by any means, but you know, people always bang on about research um, in the industry. And I was, you know, I think that I have two views on it. And I always say that there's what works in evidence and then there's what works in practice. So many people are so evidence-based they will not try something or they will not 
you know, open their mind to perhaps a different method of, or, you know, a supplement or whatever it is. Um, and then there's they're saying, right, okay, I could see how that maybe works. I'll try it in practice. Then you see it in practice. And then you know for sure if it works or not. You know, my personal experience, um, I've used VasoBurn with many clients over the years. Um, I've also used it on myself. And I found it certainly helps reduce those sort of stubborn areas, um, particularly uh, the glutes, lower back and hips. Um, is I would say the glute ham tie as well is, is the common areas that I've sort of asked clients to apply it to, um, to really help tighten those up and to just help present a fine, you know, better package, whether that be for stage or, or sort of a photo shoot. And as I said, although it may, might not be deemed 100% effective, because um, you know there's not much you know, done in humans that in regards uh, in regards to human studies, um, and there probably won't be. Um, personally, I stand by its benefits and how I pitch it to people is I say that it will maybe help us one to two percent, but if it does, we will take that all day, every day because in bodybuilding, one to two percent can can create a huge difference, and that I guess that's the mindset of a lot of athletes that go on stage. You know, one percent. I want to be one percent, two percent better. Uh, they will take that all day and they will run with it. If you're maybe perhaps just, you know, Sheila from Stobswell and you're just dieting, you're trying to lose a stone or something like that, you, you, you wouldn't even think about using this. You know, I, I think that this is personally best used for athletes that are doing sort of extreme dieting um, and particularly ones who, which are doing it that have stubborn fat areas um, or loose skin, for example, that, you know, some, some mums call it a mum tum right or a wee pouch uh, that can really help there as i said you know the stubborn fat sites and the glutes hamstrings hips glute hamstring tie um it really really helps so you'll see a debate on this uh across in the industry um and it'll probably be debated for for a while because hey people love sharing their opinion which is which is fantastic um if i if i think something's a load of shit i'll just say yeah it's a load of shit and this is this is the reasons behind it but i'm just kind of formulating my opinion based on having used it with clients over over the years um, I found that it does work and you can kind of say that in conclusion uh, I suppose your humbine and vasoburn themselves um, can be used to simulate lipolysis in specific areas right There's, they're going to have an effect on the, this, you know, the nervous system which we spoke, spoke about the autonomic nervous system to be to be quite specific um, and it's going to happen through a combination of um, decreasing the ability uh, of adrenaline to bind to the bad guy, increasing its ability to bind to the good guy. Um, and then also, as I said earlier on the podcast, um, about increasing the ability uh, you know, to be able to penetrate the skin, etc, um, etc. Et I think that you would say that the scientific evidence that's there, um, it probably needs, we probably need more done um, to, to show that specifically the gel's effectiveness um, to make a definitive conclusion um, as to its usage. However, as I said, through personal use, um, I, I kind of stand by its effectiveness. So that, that as I said, kind of sums up VasoBurn, kind of sums up your humbine. What I would say is you do not need to use either one of these if you're in a dieting phase. Maybe you're someone that's just, as I said, someone that's just started dieting and you feel like you just want to lose a stone or something like that. These sort of AIDS supplements, shall we, we shall, supplement or aids, whatever you want to call them, um, they, they really do help uh, in extreme situations. Um, and, and I guess that's the take home is that if if you're doing an extreme sport or you're dieting to extremes for a photo shoot, 
then these sort of things will, will help give you that extra one to two percent. Don't get me wrong, if you were to combine, you know, if you're an assisted athlete like myself, if you were to combine like Vasoburn, your Humbine, Clenbuterol, Growth Hormone, T3 and T4, you, you've got a massive concoction for, for fat loss. Um, the Clenbuterol is, is a really, really good addition, I feel, to Vasoburn because um, they effectively complement each other. Clenbuterol, you're increasing the levels of adrenaline um, in the blood. You unbind blocking the, the sort of bad guy. You unbind also increasing a little bit of adrenaline in the blood, just slightly slight in comparison to what you'll see from clenbuterol. But I'd actually just go back to the clenbuterol um, podcast I done or the article on the website to get a little bit more info about that. Um, but listen, guys, I hope that that helps. Um, I hope that you've been enjoying your time in the gym. And just remember that wherever you are, whatever you do, give it the beans.